everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And this is How Much Do We Love, episode 75. Which is not the Ruby anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like we said last time. We were not even close. No, it turns out the Ruby anniversary is the 40th anniversary. Yeah, well. That was like 2005. <laughs> yeah. The 75th so, yeah. anniversary, though, is... The diamond anniversary. Yes. Right? But I also, well, I also found things online that said the diamond was the 60th. Oh, maybe you're right. Oh, maybe you're right. How many many people get married around 75 years? I like the idea that I'm just going to keep getting it wrong. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's the uh, bread and butter pickle. Oh, yes. What's the (laughs) 75th anniversary? See, here it says traditional wedding anniversary. 75th wedding anniversary presents have a theme of diamonds. Contemporary or modern 75th anniversary present has a theme or diamonds. This is on Anniversary Ideas website. Hmm. Well, I think if you've been married to someone for 75 years, you get anything you want. So the 75th, I'm going to just call it the Coke Zero anniversary. Fantastic. Because that seems appropriate. It's apropos. Doesn't it? Um, It does. (laughs) <laughs> but we want to thank everyone who emailed us and said yes. congratulations on our Ruby anniversary. Or emailed us and said, hey, that's, that's not the Ruby <laughs> anniversary. That was just Big Fatty. He was the only one. Everybody he else did. believed us and went with it. In fact, someone... And offered to send us a Ruby. Someone offered to send us an actual Ruby. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, right? Although in parenthesis, he said, it might be a garnet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is awesome. Save it. Um, we also had a uh, Nancy from Tokyo sent us an awesome story about a ruby and some song lyrics about a ruby. I love it. Oh yeah, right. Now I remember reading it. At first, I, when you were talking about it, but the lyrics I remember. Mm-hmm. Ruby, ruby. Yeah. Love it. So, uh, the happy ruby, non-ruby anniversary to us. <laughs> to our Coke Zero anniversary. Ah. Uh. Delicious. I wish I had a Coke Zero. All right, let's talk about some stuff we love for our special 75th uh, anniversary show. Okay. Go. Well, um, something that I um, love, and I thought of it today because I was watching Ellen, and she was showing clips of this thing. Mm-hmm. I love wacky um, game shows that are from Asia. Yes. They're people- always so strange and they, weird and I, um, god they know how to do it up with the crazy <laughs> asian game shows the one they were showing today it was called oh i can't remember what it was called but picture a wall that moves towards you okay and the wall has a crazy shape in it cut out in it so you crazy as the shape. contestant have to put your body into like the shape that it is yeah. So that the wall. Passes. Yes, I've seen that. It's I like do. I've totally seen that. Because if, but if you don't make like just the right S or yes. get yourself into the right thing, it pushes you off a pedestal and into a pool of water. Hilarious. Was that the human Tetris? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's basically. There were what like it is. Tetris human- shapes. Yeah. Yes, I think I think if you search YouTube for a crazy Asian Tetris game show, you'll find it. Oh, fun. And did anyone make it through? I think one person made it through. Yeah, they showed one guy make it through. Because really, people, there was no way people were going to be making it through. It was Well, it comes at you pretty fast, too. Yeah, right? 
Love it. Love it. I've seen some crazy ones like dangerous and f- just dangerous. Like what's the one that's just like all bad ones, stunts? Right? What was that? I like all of the obstacle course ones. Yes, cuz they're always just people have horrible fall take horrible falls. Yeah. Or just do something completely embarrassing. Uh. There was one where it was something about a like a porta potty. People oh would get in it, and then maybe this was more like a practical joke game show. I mean, practical joke show, and then it would be picked up like by a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here. Yeah, uh, but like the sides would fall down in the base, so they're just still sitting there. I can't remember. I remember it was right. nuts. I've seen some just crazy ones and kind of weird for what you think of as a conservative culture. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty out there with like, well, there naked people. That, and <laughs> there's one that I'm, I think it was you and I were, uh, it was, and it's been years ago now. We were sending each other like YouTube clips of things. And like we do. There was one where it was like a table with holes in it and people stuck their head up through the hole. And there was a lizard, yes. like a, like, Huge lizard on the table, like a and Gila monster. Or the something. challenge was, yeah, the challenge was to see how long you could keep your face in there without <laughs> ducking back down. And the lizard would come running at them full force, <laughs> and they'd freak out at the last minute. And those teenage girls, right? It's always got a teenage girl who's oh. like shrieking, and oh, they're so funny. They're so weird, and a lot of them are like, "How much pain can you tolerate?" Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. How about the one – I don't know if this wasn't a game show, but it was from some Asian television show where they would put out a fish My favorite to one. see if a cat would come and carry it away. And then each time the fish would be bigger. Yes. And they would show the weight of the fish. And <laughs> and they had different cats that were different contenders. <laughs> if, you, if you go to YouTube and search for cat weightlifting oh, yeah? competition, it'll come up. Okay. It's, and it's a long clip. It's, it's really like, long. It's like 10 minutes or something, minutes right? It. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. And then the cats, they, there's like one cat who's kind of the badass cat. And so every time they show him, they're like, right. and they do like a close-up of his face. Cat weightlifting. That'll bring it up. Japanese oh, show, cats so weightlifting. Good. So have you guys seen crazy Asian game shows? They don't have to be Asian, but it just seems like they most often are. Yeah, well, part of the fun is like their like their sense of like their graphics that they have and everything are very strange to yeah. and fun and just over the top yeah. and it's nuts. Um, I love. I just love them. Love them. All right, how much do we love crazy Asian game shows? Love them. Okay. <laughs> okay. The next one is um, something that people in Chicago will all be able to relate to. This, I think. Don't you think? Yes. How much? I think so. Yeah. How much do we love neighborhood smells? Yes. And I think a lot of different cities have this or, you know, or like even towns like yeah, in the country. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some smells that that aren't as pleasant. Right. But Farm in Chicago, there's smells. a lot of different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, there's a lot of different neighborhoods that all of a sudden you're like, oh, like when you're downtown on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm thinking you can of. Sm- 
Yeah, there's a chocolate factory that's kind of downtown Chicago. And all you walk outside and it smells like fresh baked brownies all yeah. through the city. It's um, Blommers. Yeah, Blommers chocolate. It's, oh, it's on so the west, good. like on the west side. And it just always smells like, like exactly like brownies baking or like a giant vat of chocolate fondue. Yummy. It's so delightful. There were, you know, there was another place when I used to drive out to the western suburbs for th- to do theater. There was one stretch of road that always smelled like French fries. Wow. I don't remember exactly where, but it was like just west of the loop, past Blommers though, you know, out on mm-hmm. um, what's 290? What's the highway that goes out west? Yeah, two ninety. Yeah, there was a French. There was a French. There's a it's two, there's a two eighty here, so I got confused. Um, in California, there's there was a French fry stretch. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I noticed when I was in San Francisco, when I went by the it's it mm, it's it. Mm-hmm. You can smell it. Smells yummy there. It smells like cookies. I don't know that I've ever noticed, noticed that. I'll have to notice that. I don't often have the window down, but I'm now I'm gonna. Uh. Well, see, I was, I'm sure I had the windows down because I'm like, California, you're so beautiful. <laughs> windows down. Love it. Um, um, another, another one that I love, right on my stretch of my neighborhood, in, in between where I live and where like the business district of Andersonville starts, there's a laundry service place where it seems like, and they usually have the door oh, open because I think yes! it's very hot in there. It's like but an industrial laundry place. Yeah, and they're doing like it's um like white linen napkins for restaurants right. and be, and like hotel stuff. So it just smells like the freshest, cleanest laundry. It smells so good. It's on I love it. Clark Street, right? Yeah, right on Clark Street. Yes, um, I remember that. Probably like Clark and Carmen. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to live on Carmen, so I was gonna say I know exactly where that is. Yeah. That place was love always intriguing. Stuff. In the in the summer though, I always feel really bad because I feel like it just smells hot. But in the winter or like right now in the fall mm-hmm. when they've got the wind the doors open, you're like, oh, it smells so good. Yes, oh, delicious. Um, so what are your neighborhood smells, people? But I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's a. Um, I have any neighborhood smells like that in California yet. But I can. I do remember all the ones from Chicago, especially there Blomers. was there was some place that I lived and I'm trying to remember if it was someplace in Chicago that it always smelled like um, coffee roasting. Hmm. There was a coffee roaster, but it, but it was a weird coffee smell. It wasn't, it didn't just smell like coffee. It smelled like burning coffee. Hmm. Was it pleasant? It was sort of pleasant, but again, it was one of those that after a while you were like, okay, I we get, get it. it. <laughs> All right, so and neighborhood smell could definitely be a line walker because some yeah, definitely. are not so good. Like Storm Lake, Iowa, where I went to high school or near where I went to high school. Yeah. Stinky. What, the stinky what? town. There's beef processing plants oh. there. Ugh. Oh, you know, that is a neighborhood smell. When you drive down to L.A. and you pass um, that giant stretch of Harris Ranch, which is a huge beef ranch. Um down between here and Southern California, and you know when it's coming because <laughs> there's seventeen thousand cows that smell like yeah. cows. Yeah, they smell like cows. Smelling like cows. Um, okay, so those are that's a good one. Neighborhood smells. We would like to hear about your neighborhood smells, people. Yes, um, please. And what's what's the last one? 
Um, our last one, and this is something I just got. I wanted one for a long time. Uh, how much do we love an immersion blender? So much. Now, it's this, changing my life right now. Is this your first immersion blender? It is. I remember, it like, I, for some reason, I had them in my head that they were kind of like a very, like, infomercial kind of tool. Like, why would I need one? Because I remember, like, watching infomercials. They're like, look, you can make peanut butter in a cup. Totally. Just, you know. Well, which is, of course, why I bought one, because it was on an infomercial. And because um, <laughs> I, I bought one way back in the day, but we know it was intriguing to me at that time. You can make a delicious whipped topping from skim milk. Mm. Um, it isn't really delicious, but you can use the aerator blade, which is special, to yes. um, to froth. And you can use it to sort of, you know, fluff up milk. But I, so I know you're going to talk about soup. But one of the, yes. um, before we get to soup, another thing that I use it for is um, eggs. If you're going to make scrambled eggs, oh. whip them up with that. Gets a whole bunch of air into them and then they're fluffy and delicious. Oh, me. How about that? So good. So good. But now talk so do you have a really fancy one? No, I have a cheapo one. Yeah, I got, we were at Target with our listener, Tony, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, Tony? No. Yeah. Tony that I know, Tony with, H. Yep. <gasps> Tony. He was in town a couple weeks ago. Hi. He loves our show. Hi, Hi Tony. Tony. He's Tony. awesome. He was at Target with uh, me and Doug. And we at first, like, Doug picked up the KitchenAid one that was, you know, like 50 or 60 bucks, which right. was very nice. Mm-hmm. And then we we're like, I was like, I don't know yet how much I'm going to use it. And there was just like a cheaper one that was like $19. Oh, yeah. That's and it's just like an and it's and it's a good brand too. It's like mm-hmm. an oster or whatever. Right. Um, but I love making soup, especially this time of year, and especially with the CSA. I've got all these like winter squash. Oh my and god, so much winter! I do too. I was my I'm swimming in it right now. But it's like and you know root vegetables and all this stuff that it's like oh every recipe is like whatever. Cook the veggies, add chicken stock, stock. and then. In batches, put it into a food processor or in batches, put it into a blender. And this is the best because you just plug it right in, right by the stove, and just – it's one pot. Keep it all in the same pot and just stick it right in the pot and you've got a nice puree. So our listeners all know what we're talking about, right? You guys know what an immersion blender is? It's sometimes called a hand blender or a stick blender or sometimes a boat anchor. A boat anchor? Have you ever heard that? Yeah. No. Or boat motor, not anchor. Boat motor. That's <laughs> um, smart. Um, <laughs> they're awesome. And you can also use them for smoothies. Mm, I love smoothies. Yogurt and some fruit. Put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't really like smoothies. We've talked about that. But you it's love good. smoothies. I do love them. So you can smoothie it up. I'm really excited about this one. I just I, I just got it. I've been making this butternut squash and apple soup oh, lately. Oh, that's good. That sounds good. So good. It's got a little curry to it, so Ooh. it's nice. Um, so yummy. And I just love it. You just do that really quickly, and then the whole little end clicks off, and you put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. I love it. Mine's cheap enough that the end doesn't even click off. You just have to rinse wow. the thing in the sink. Yeah, I've, I've had very few ones over the years. The one I have mm-hmm. now is not a very fancy one, but it doesn't matter. It's so yeah, great. it doesn't matter. I'm trying to think what else I use it for. Mostly for soup, actually, or sauces. Um, yeah, I, 
There's a lot of sauces where it tells you to, you know, cook something and then transfer it to something else and puree it and then transfer it back to the pot. And I, this is, it cuts all that out. And I love that because I hate, also, I feel like when I do the soup in batches into a food processor or a blender, I inevitably spill a bunch yes. or I fill the blender too much. Uh. And then you turn on the blender and like soup goes everywhere. And then I'm like, ah, I don't want to make soup again. Totally. Hey, whipping cream. Have you ever made whipped cream in it? I haven't yet. I just got mine a couple of weeks ago, so I'm yet to fully explore it, but did I'm it, in love with it. Did it come with the sort of tall, skinny cup? Mm, yes, it did. Yeah. If you can just put whipped cream in there and then a little bit of sugar if you want or, you know, powdered sugar mm. or, or Splenda. I use no sugar. And a little um, vanilla if you want. And then mm-hmm. you use that, and you sort of do it up and down to get air into it, and it whips really fast. Awesome. Not quite as good as my whipped cream dispenser, which we're saving for another show because, God, that's, that's a good That's what that one. made me think of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get one one of these days. Yeah. Save it. Um, all right. What do you guys make with your immersion blenders? We want to know. And what are your favorite neighborhood smells? And what was the first thing? Asian talk shows. And what's your favorite crazy Asian game show? Yeah, a game show. That's what I that's a, um. Well, they're talking. We just don't know what they're saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good mix of things. It is a good mix of things. We thought for the seventy fifth anniversary, for the Coke Zero anniversary, <laughs> that we should just give you a straightforward, random. How much do we love in its truest form? Kind of show. Yeah, we're trying to get back to our roots. Yes, <laughs> and we have <laughs> we oh. have a podcast promotion to oh, talk yes. about. Yes. This is exciting. It is exciting. The holidays, the holidays. Are coming up, and we've talked in the past about how much we love um, Tasty Jewelry and Diane Petkoff, who is she's donated gift certificates to us for our summer cocktail contest, and she's an all-around amazing, sweet person who so you cute. got to meet. Yeah, once. she's adorable. And she is for the holidays um, doing a special promo and. Here's the details for all of you listeners. Um, if you go to tastyjewelry.com, um, when you go to check out, there's a place for a voucher code, and you enter podcast listener, all one word, and you get 15% off your entire order, which is very cool. That's awesome. And, and, and there, she's running this promo from November 1st until the end of the year. So if you've got Christmas or Hanukkah gifts or just general you just want to buy something for yourself so you can be fancy at the holidays this is your chance how much do we love 15 percent off we love it and the other thing that we love yes. free shipping free, free shi- shipping and you can use the code as much as you want it's not a one-time deal exactly you get 15 percent off your entire order it's very cool and um then yeah it's then a nice little yes but then there's one more piece um uh, besides the code... Uh, oh, yes. I'm going to ask you where you heard about Tasty Jewelry. Right. How did you hear about Tasty Jewelry? That's where you put, how much do we love? There you go. Yeah. That's how it works. Excellent. So thank you, Diane, for doing this great offer for all of our listeners. And listeners, check her stuff out. It's really, 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 really fun and cute. And and she's oh, just, just awesome. She's and- awesome. She, her stuff's really great. It's really fun. It's very affordable, and all of it's very sort of clever, and some of it's very whimsical. So go to tastyjewelry.com, put in the code podcast listener, and then put in how much do we love when it, she, they ask, 
how you heard about them. And that's it. And happy holidays from Taste of Jewelry. How crazy is it that the holidays are coming up? Well, um, today, oh, this is kind of a follow-up and on that subject. Yeah. To, the weather's turned, you know, oh, to use a phrase, it's yeah. turned. We've had a beautiful fall in Chicago, which is actually doesn't happen very often. It's Usually it goes like ever. summer, then winter. We actually, there's yellow leaves. Like oh. this, it's, leaves usually don't turn very much in Chicago. I always think of leaves turning more of like New England and uh, places, you know, more East Coast or... It's gorgeous, was gorgeous, and today was the day it turned. Nice. And on Saturday Night Live this weekend, they do this thing that's like a two-person talk show called The Bronx Beat, and it's these two women talking, played by Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler. Mm -hmm. And they they talked about the weather turning, and they're like, it's sweater weather, sweater weather. And they just kept saying sweater weather, like, (laughs) they said it like, 50 times. And I was like, didn't we do sweater weather? Isn't yes. that one of our favorite things? It's one of our favorite things. And it is indeed sweater weather here in Chicago. Sweater weather. Well, it's in the mid 70s here. Um, but it gets, cold. it gets cold at night. It goes down into like the 40s. That's pretty cold. That's something. Yeah. I had to turn the heat on. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go put on a sweater. Okay. I am going to make some soup, actually. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to make um, some parsnip and apple soup tonight. Ooh. I have a, an assortment of like five different kinds of winter squash that that's going to be soup made this week. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use my immersion blender. Maybe I'll take pictures. Nice. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, send us all of your info, you know, that we were asking for. Your anecdotes and such to podcast sure. at howmuchdoelove.com. Sounds good. Sounds and, good. Um, yeah. Happy that's Diet all, folks. Happy Coke Zero anniversary, Rob. <laughs> happy Diet Coke Zero Ruby <laughs> Pickle. Ruby Red Crystal Light anniversary. (laughs) 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 All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.